Hey everyone, I'm Matthew. And I'm Ileana. Welcome to the Armory. This is a place where believers can be encouraged to live for Jesus and make disciples. We want to provide an arsenal of resources that help Christians to be bold in their faith. Our hope is that through this podcast, people will learn to love God's Word and abide in Christ. Thanks for joining. Hey everyone, welcome to this week's episode of The Armory. And actually, we're going to be doing something a little different this Ooh. week. We're going to have kind of a bonus episode. I know a couple weeks ago we talked about having some bonus episodes sprinkled throughout. Yeah. Um, and we're doing this for a couple of reasons. Um, first, kind of most importantly, Ileana has not been feeling super well the past couple of weeks. She's had a, a sore throat. And we not thought good, fam. maybe let's do a shorter bonus episode about some stuff that happened this weekend that we really want to talk about. And then we'll get back to our normal regularly scheduled programming talking about <laughs> righteousness the armor of god next week next so expect week. that yeah. next week and then we'll be going every other week again so we get back-to-back episodes this week back-to-back bonus um, episode but we're really excited just to kind of talk about something that happened last weekend some stuff we did and hopefully um it will be encouraging to you guys because it was like super encouraging and life-giving for us yeah we're super excited so um something that we did last weekend was we went to waco texas and we went to something called Be So Live. Be So is a podcast that we listen to, a ministry that we listen to called Becoming Something. So they had an event called Becoming Something Live where they recorded two episodes of their podcast live for us um, in their church building. It was super cool. We got to listen to two different podcast recordings of different mm-hmm. topics that the audience chose. And then we also got to listen to a live Q&A um, from the main guy, Jonathan Pecluda, JP. So the podcast is uh, basically three people who do it, Jonathan Pecluda, Kathy, and Nate. And we were just super excited to do that. And there was food, there were games. We got to meet people, other believers. I got to ride a mechanical bull. Matt got to ride a bull. 18 seconds. So I'm sure that's a record somewhere. <laughs> a record for Matt Holly. It's a record for Matt Holly. <laughs> Listen, the mechanical bull is not as easy as you think. I, I looked at that thing. I'm like, I can I can definitely stay on here. But they you trick good, you. Babe. They trick you. That <laughs> saddle is basically greased plastic. <laughs> and I don't know. I'm still recovering. You're it still hurt. recovering. Falling hurt. My pride and my like, You didn't my physically hips. get hurt. You just no, my had pride's, fallen pride. <laughs> yeah, it just take, took me out real quick. But, but it was really fun. It was fun. fun. We were probably like the only married people there. Yeah, so the podcast is basically geared towards young adults in their 20s and 30s. So there's obviously a lot of young adults in the 20s and 30s who are married, but I think maybe we were one of like two actual couples. I saw one other couple that was like, like definitely married, married and they were like serving. They yeah, were not they, like attending. They, the they like go to that church. The church, uh, Harris Creek Baptist Church was hosting the event. That's the church that Jonathan Pecluda and the other people on the podcast serve at. And it was just a really, really fun time. It was so uh, fun. Like I would definitely from, travel back to Waco oh, if we don't live in when we don't yeah, live in Texas and go again. If they do one next year? Yeah. Yeah, that'd be awesome. So they had music from Passion. Oh um, yeah. They flew duh. out from Georgia for the first night and they had like a sweet worship set. That was really I think they drove out. They drove their tour they, bus. I guess or they, yeah, I guess Georgia's not that far <laughs> in Texas. Um, but it was really fun. There's yeah. lots of games and it was just a really encouraging time. Um, the cool thing was they basically had a thousand tickets and they sold completely out, Almost but people them, from yeah. all over the country came and other countries kind yeah, of <laughs> literally, it was crazy. They would play this game where they were trying to see who went the farthest and they 
kind of voted that it was this person from Mexico, but people weren't really thinking that. Mexico's very close to Texas. She literally had like a two-hour flight. Yeah. And some people came from like New York City, Washington State. Seattle. Seattle, yeah. But it was awesome. It It was was a great event. That person was blessed, hopefully. They got got the $500 check. They gave him a check to help him offset their... Maybe she really uh, needed that. That's true, maybe. But um, (laughs) one of the things we like to do on this podcast is recommend other resources. So before we even talk about like what we did and like some of the teaching we heard from this weekend we just want to recommend becoming something as a resource the podcast is called becoming something with jonathan Bacluda. that's the full name but basically it is just a weekly podcast comes out every monday and they just take random topics that are plaguing uh, young adults in their 20s and 30s and they just walk through them literally one of the guys nate hilkenkamp who's one of the hosts he comes up with a topic and they talk about it right there no preparation no prep just off the cuff, and they're just talking about how this applies to our lives, what we could do to look at this through a biblical worldview, mm-hmm. uh, and things like that. Which and it's is, just, I think it's really refreshing, too, that they don't have any prep, because you get different aspects of the yeah. way that they think about things. So, like, Jonathan Pakluda, head pastor, definitely is great at, like, memorizing scripture. Oh, yeah. Um, like, Kathy, who's, like, the main woman, I would say, on the podcast, like pretty different approach to the way she thinks about things. Like definitely more like discipleship Mm -hmm. is more like me. And like, she always has her Bible out and is like, Oh, I don't really remember where this is. And like, it's just really refreshing to see other people talk about things like that. Yeah. And it's like funny. It's like a good podcast. It's not just like you're sitting down getting some lecture. Like it's a really good resource. We totally recommend it. It's called Becoming Something with Jonathan Pakluda. I know they're going to be super grateful that (laughs) our 14 followers are going to now start listening to their podcast. In fact, if you guys only have the bandwidth to listen to like one podcast, that's like how I am. Please like stop listening to ours and go listen to Stop listening to Becoming... Oh, wait. Oh, we're doing another one? Okay. (laughs) No, real talk. If you only have one, Ileana's right. That is a podcast worth listening to, worth picking up, worth sharing. Especially if you're like single in that age range. I mean, even if you're not. Yeah, and they just talk about literally everything. They have a great podcast. They have an Instagram you can follow. It's called Becoming Something. They also have a website called becomingsomething.com. That's where they have their event posted that we just had. I'm sure they'll have more. They have merch, all this other stuff. Um, But it's great. Maybe we should say, too, the reason they're called Becoming Something, in the beginning of their podcast, in their intro, you hear them say, like, we believe that every p- moment is training you for a future moment. Mm-hmm. Like, we're all becoming something, and they're trying to teach people to become, like, the Lord. And so it's all about, like, influencing and teaching mm-hmm. believers in this age range specifically yeah. how to become something worthy of a life, like, glorifying the Lord. Yeah. I think I explained that right. No, that's that's great. I think they I think you did it justice. But um, one of the things we just wanted to do today is just talk a little bit about some of the things, the big topics they talked about on this weekend podcast live event and just share a little bit about what we learned and hopefully it'll be encouraging to you guys. Yeah. So the first one we wanted to talk about was one of the episodes that they did. So they did two episodes while we were there. The whole audience got to like vote on them. Mm-hmm. Um, and the first one that got like a lot of votes or a lot of people from the audience wanted to talk on was contentment. Yeah. I was actually kind of surprised because... I like they've done podcasts similar to like yeah. those topics before, but contentment, the difference between like being content and being discontent. And um, there's like so many good takeaways. And Matt, you can mm-hmm. like jump in if you like have more. But one of the biggest things they talked about is just like how like gratitude can fuel our contentment. Mm-hmm. And so something like JP does and like the other people too, 
and people I think he like maybe requires it of their staff even is like to make a list each day of three to five things that they're thankful for. Yeah. And I've done that at certain points in my life. I sure. should probably start doing that again. That yeah, was something around I Thanksgiving. Felt, yeah. Thanksgiving. When I'm, when I'm really thankful. <laughs> When I'm told by the world I need to be thankful. And when you need to go around the table and like yeah, your parents you your, ask you what you're thankful you're, for. You're shaking because you don't want to say something someone just said. You're like, oh, what am I thankful for this week? Yeah. This, this year? Um, no, I think that's definitely like a really practical thing. If we woke up every day and just said, okay, what am I thankful for today? I think we would stop. I think at the beginning it would be hard because we'd realize we're not really content or grateful people. <laughs> yeah. And then once we got me. into the rhythm of it, I think we would really realize how much we have to be grateful for. Right. Um, and they, they mentioned a quote, and I'm going to definitely butcher the quote, but it's it originates from G.K. Chesterton. Um, and basically the gist of what he said is a lot of our contentment, we seek it out by trying to accumulate more. More things equals more contentment. Yeah. But when in reality, we should just want less. Um, and that wanting less looks like, okay, what do I really want? Do I want the things of this world? Is that car going to really satisfy yeah. me? Is that job really going to satisfy me? Um, looking to how I'll be happy when I get this in my life. But instead, we should look at, okay, who do we have? We have Christ. Yeah. And I think, too, like with that, they were talking about how, which, again, is geared towards like 20s and 30s audience. They were talking about yeah. how at each part in your life, like the thing that you thought would make you content before, once you get that thing, you kind of just said this, but once you get that thing, mm-hmm. it's not going to stop there. Like, so like yeah. if you're single and you're like, I really just want a boyfriend or a girlfriend. Once you get that, it's going to be like, okay, when can we get engaged? Like I want to be engaged. And then you're going to be married. And then it's probably going to be like, okay, when are we going to like start having kids? Or when are we going to like get yeah. our dream jobs and our dream house? Like there's always going to be something else unless you're truly realizing oh maybe i shouldn't want these things i need to like want the lord yeah no for sure i think another one of the major topics they talked about that i was also incredibly surprised it came up at two different times it was voted on heavily in the first live episode and it was voted on so heavily in the second one that they decided to talk about it even though they like were hesitant they like didn't want to talk about it at first not because they didn't feel like it was necessary to talk about but they were like is this really necessary and i think they realized in that moment and I realized it was really like kind of almost sad to, to recognize this as a truth that so many people in that room and in their 20s and 30s specifically probably struggle with this idea of generational sin. Yeah. Um, basically this idea like, hey, my dad, his dad, his dad, his dad, or my mom all the way up down the family tree all struggle with this one sin. Maybe it was abuse. Maybe it was alcoholism. Maybe it was drug use. And all these different things, and it just gets passed down from mm-hmm. generation to generation. And the question they were having was like, okay, so what does this mean for me? Am I doomed to fall prey to this generational right. sin? And I think one of the um, one of the beautiful things, I, guess I should say beautiful, it's not beautiful for us. One of the things that Satan just loves is to discourage us. And I think generational sin is like so easy for him to use. Because he would just go, hey, look at your dad. Look at your mom. Look at all these people in your life. Do you really think that you're going to change this? Yeah. And I think that's something Satan used just to discourage us. And they talked a little bit about nature and nurture. Um, and I actually have a professor here on campus, on Dallas Theological Seminary, that was talking to me not too long ago about nature and nurture. And there's this debate, like, how much of our being is nature versus nurture? And he told me, he's like, listen, we are 100% nature and nurture. Scientifically, our DNA, the way we were formed, how we were created coming into this world, that's 100% of who we are. 100% each, yeah. Yeah, and then the other side of it is, 
in the next, in the first 15 years of your life, you're basically being completely nurtured. Your brain is shedding parts of itself that it doesn't need. You're being formed completely. So when you look at that and you think, okay, my DNA, my history, my family history and my nurture is all this sin. Yeah. Maybe it's just like, I'll just use the example. Let's just say my dad was an alcoholic and his grandfather was an alcoholic and it just kept getting worse and worse and worse. And now it's at me. And maybe my relative or my brother or my sister, now they're an alcoholic and I'm just stuck in this perpetual trap. Is there any hope at all? And I think one of the most encouraging things that they brought up was this, uh, just the passage from 1 John 4, 4, the idea that greater is he that is in you than he that's living in the world. Like no matter how much pervasive Mm -hmm. sin is surrounding us, Christ is greater. Yeah. And I think too, something like that you said about the nature of virtues versus nurture is like the whole point JP was making is that like a science is finally catching up to the Bible. Oh yeah. This is not like something where like, and I, I remember like studying this a lot in like the counseling degree I got at Moody, like the difference between science and the Bible and like what we're actually finding is like the more people are studying the brain and Mm -hmm. like the more we're able to look at it, which is like literally mind blowing, huh? Like, that's a pun, but literally mind blowing. Like <laughs> the more we're realizing, like when Paul talks about like rewiring your thoughts and like reframing your thoughts, like literally our brain scientifically and like bio- biologically has the ability to do that. Like it's been proven mm-hmm. that you can create new habits. Like it's been proven like over time yeah. you can do these things. And we know as believers, like that's not just a happy accident that like science is able to confirm that. That's like something the Lord clearly established in his word thousands of years ago and now we can look at our brain and be like oh sweet this is what's happening in the brain when we're doing what the lord and what scripture commanded us to do that's so encouraging to see because obviously science um is not trying to purposely perpetuate biblical truth but i think can you say that again i think science is not purposely trying to prop up christian truth but they're discovering that what's been said in the Bible. Like we were looking at that and going, wow, this has already been said. This is not new news. And I think that's really encouraging. And one of the last things I'll say about generational sin, and this is something that JP mentioned. He said, we have the ability through the power of Christ being informed by the Holy Spirit to say, this stops with me. Yeah. Like the alcoholism in my family stops with me. Yeah. The the pornographic use, like the saturation of porn, my sexual addictions, abuse, drug abuse, all that stops with me. And there are so many examples of that, like maybe in our own families or like JP was talking about how in his family, like mm-hmm. he got really emotional, which I don't think we've ever heard or seen him do. Like, yeah, but there's like hope. Like this is, I think the reason like this was so important to talk about on their podcast was because like people are hurting, like children of parents are hurting being like, I see my parents struggle with this and they're scared. Like they're scared. They don't want to deal with that. And like, the truth is that there's hope in Jesus Christ. Like Jesus Christ saved you from your sin and like saved you from your, like the generational sin in your family. For sure. And so one of the other things they mentioned, I know I said this was the last thing I was going to say on generational sin, but this is the applicable point. If you're someone who looks back into their family history and makes, just makes an, an account of what's going on. Mm-hmm. Identify that sin. Bring it to your community. Tell them, hey, this is the sin I've seen in my family, and I don't want this to happen to me. Can you pray for me? Can yeah. you encourage me? We need to bring all this stuff to the light and out of the darkness because nothing bad can exist in the light. It's going to be revealed, and it's going to be redeemed. So I, I pray that if this is something that you experience, like deep generational sin, don't do that alone. 
Because yeah. I think that's where the problem lies. And that's where Satan oh, yeah. is going to discourage you the most For is when sure. you're alone and isolated with it. Yeah. But yeah, so um, contentment, generational sin. And then there was a Q&A too that JP did. So if you follow JP on Instagram, I don't know what his thing is, at Jonathan Pacluda maybe. Probably. Um, on Fridays, <laughs> he does a Friday Q&A where he basically takes fields and fields of questions on Instagram and he goes through I want to say hundreds. That's definitely an exaggeration, but maybe about a hundred a day. He probably goes through a lot of questions. And so we did this live where Nate and Kathy were running around with microphones and fielding all these questions. And that brought up, I mean, so many topics, but just to like touch on a few, they talked about singleness. Um, Again, Mm -hmm. just with that age group, like how important of a time that is. Like it's hard for people. Sure. Um, And actually JP has a book called outdated that he wrote that he recommends another really good resource we actually just bought it at the conference we did just Um, we are not currently in a dating relationship though (laughs) we do want to date each other and keep loving each other well but we thought thanks for clarifying that yeah i just want to make sure people i just want to make sure you're on the same page (laughs) okay yeah um glad we got got taken care of um but we wanted to read it mostly because we we've heard it's a great resource and we want to be able to recommend it to people as a great resource so we wanted to read through that together so that's definitely a good book to pick up from what I know. Yeah, we um, guess we we've had read so it. many people talk about it and we've heard him talk about the book. So I feel confident enough to recommend it. Um, it's definitely countercultural for, for the dating world. And I think that's good. It tries to take a biblical view of, of what dating could look like because dating's not line, outlined in scripture. And he talks about how, like, how new dating is. Yeah. He always says that when you ask about dating. Like, Dating was started about like 150 years ago, very, very new in recent history. And all the history behind it and all this I'm crazy stuff. I'm so excited stuff. to read that book. Yeah, I know. It's going to be good. We should read that later. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we'll actually, so check out Outdated. Definitely something we'll link in the show notes as well as the podcast info um, and stuff like that. But yeah, that was definitely one of the one of the better and then Yeah, some other topics. I mean, they talked about discipleship, like yeah. in many capacities. Oh, they talked about like um, your parents when like, your parents maybe are unbelievers yeah. or you like see your parents making decisions that aren't good. They talked about discipling people of the opposite sex. Like if I have a lot of guy, maybe like before I was married, I had a lot of guy friends. If I see one of them like living in sin, how is a female? Like, do I talk to them about that? They yeah. talked about that. It's good. Um, they also talked about tithing. Mm-hmm. Like, what does it mean? Like tithing versus the old Testament and the new Testament. Like, is that a state of our heart or is that like a command to tithe a certain percentage? And like the idea of, should my tithing be going to my church? Can I divide oh, yeah. what I decide? Whatever the Lord puts on my heart to give, should I be dividing that between other ministries? What that looks like? It's just a lot of really practical things. And these episodes, excuse me, these episodes are going to be dropping. So like the things that they recorded live. Drop it like it's hot. <laughs> can you say that on our podcast? Maybe. Uh, I, I guess. <laughs> you did. Shout um, out to Snoop Dogg. <laughs> Snoop Dogg. Is that who it is? I didn't even know. I think so. I think you're right. Um, <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> back to what I I don't even remember what I was saying. You were talking oh, about... Oh, these episodes are going to drop. Yes. They're going to be launched. And so you'll have an opportunity, like, if you listen to this, like... Yeah, I would really encourage just you listen to, listen to it. To like, it's going to be so worth it, sure. for sure. Um, and then one of the final things, like, I'll say as, like, a... I, this was just such a huge takeaway for me. I don't know why this grabbed my attention so much when JP said this. He said this at the very beginning of the conference. He was talking about, like, kind of how they came to start this podcast and... I thought it was like really similar to how Matt and I kind of like view what we're doing on our podcast. Um, He said the phrase, read the Bible like you're going to teach it. Mm -hmm. And so he said it like changed his life. And honestly, like when I started doing that, it really like helped me in my walk with the Lord too. So every time like I'm opening up my Bible in the morning, 
not yes like i'm getting personal application from the lord to me like i'm communicating with the lord when i read his word but also if i read it like i'm gonna teach it to somebody someday like that helps me figure out very specific application for my own life and for others and so like what they do on their podcast and i hope like and i pray that what we can do on our podcast here is that like through Matt and I's study of God's word, we're able to like teach you topics. Um, And I would encourage you guys, like you have the power through the Holy Spirit to do the exact same thing. Like read your Bible, like you're going to teach it to somebody and then teach it like, Mm -hmm. or I mean, at the very least apply it to your life. But like we're called to make disciples. And like, if you're a believer, then you are too. That's not just like a thing for people with podcasts. Mm -hmm. Like, so read the Bible, like you're going to teach it. Yeah. And don't take take, anything we say just as fact and truth like open god's word when we're preaching out of god's mm, word when we're teaching out of god's point. word when we're walking through different topics like we are definitely capable of being wrong and our goal and our prayer is that we can use scripture to provide you guys with resources and truth but i'm sure there's going to be times when we say things even if it's a miss us misspeaking or maybe we say yeah. something that doesn't lie in scripture don't just blindly like listen to us like we're something special like you guys yeah. have god's word test everything we say against god's word if it's glorifying to god praise God. If it's not, abandon it. Send us an email. Then we'll talk about it. <laughs> we actually do have an email. We do have an email. I don't remember. The Armory Podcast at gmail.com. Okay, yeah. So if you guys want to an email, armorypodcast at gmail.com. Otherwise, probably just DM us It might be Instagram. linked on our Instagram, but yeah, send us a message on Instagram. So Or like DM one of us if you know, or just text us. I don't know. Yeah, what? If you guys know us. Um, Sweet. Okay. So challenge... Let's talk about the challenge from last episode. Yeah. Kind um, of doing this a little backwards, but it's fine. Yeah. So our last challenge that we had, we talked about truth, the armor, uh, our piece of the armor, truth. Jesus Christ is the truth. And we said the challenge was if you understand fully that Jesus is truth, what in your life needs to change? And I really wanted to talk about this because while we were at the conference, literally, well, actually a lot of things the past two weeks I've been like thinking about, but yeah. specifically for me, like at the conference just to be like super vulnerable we were passion was leading worship for us friday night and i was like in tears like i mean i'm pretty emotional when it comes to worship already so i guess that's like not very weird that i would like be crying (laughs) during worship but um i just like would close my eyes and i don't know if you've ever had this like sometimes you have it where like you're all into the song you're like really vibing with all the words right they're like really theological but for some reason um, on Friday night, I like was closing my eyes trying to worship. And all I was hearing was like literally these lies from Satan of like, you are not being a good wife. You are like not capable of moving to a new state without your like parents. Like you're not capable of like starting a new job, all these things that are like coming in our life. And I really was like so discouraged. And so I was convicted by like what Matt had and I had like taught talked about on our last podcast of like do I actually believe that like Jesus is the source of my truth if I do then I need to memorize God's word so that I can like combat these lies that I'm believing mm-hmm. and so I literally like reached out to my small group leader like a couple of days ago I was like hey community community I was like hey <laughs> I need like a bible verse to memorize about <laughs> this specific topic that like I yeah. thought she could encourage me in and she sent me one and like I read it this morning for my devotions haven't memorized it yet but like just that idea of like Satan is feeding us lies. I know that Jesus is my truth. For me this week, I realized I need to memorize scripture, mm-hmm. which is like very hard for me, yeah. but it's because I don't do it. Yeah. So it's one of those things I've always, I, I'm with you. Like I've always kind of struggled with scripture memory. 
Um, and even like sometimes when I like really try to memorize scripture and it was kind of put in perspective for me not too long ago, maybe like a year or two ago. And I can't remember exactly who it was. I think it actually was Dr. Winfred Neely at Moody Bible Institute. Oh, praise Shout the Lord for that Dr. man. Neely. Um, but one of the, he's one of the, he's the department head for the preaching department, the biblical exposition department. And we have to preach in those classes with no notes. And that sounds like really scary. Like no, no notes. What are you talking about? And he came up to us and he said, listen, I bet you could come up here for 30 minutes and talk about your favorite movie. It would be a breeze because you've watched it so many times. You've talked about it so many times and it's saturated your life in some way. He said, if we look at scripture Mm -hmm. in a way that we read it so many times, we saturate our heart with it. It Mm -hmm. should not be hard to preach without notes. Like if you get to that point, it's like, we just have to prioritize things. And so that's the same thing with scripture memory. Like, I think there's a lot of people out there who are really, really faithful at having God's word hidden in their heart. And I mm. don't necessarily think they're sitting in their basement with their flashcards. I think they've just let the word of God rush that's over good, them babe. and change their life. And so when, when you said that, that's something I need to work on too. Yeah. Um, one thing that I think from the challenge of last week about if Jesus is truth, what needs to change in your life? And I think this was also brought up in my heart when we were at this conference or this uh, live recording of these podcasts, I have been just sensing, I feel like, for the past couple months about how all the negative effects of, like, technology in my life. I feel like, and Ileana can test this, I feel like once every two weeks, I almost buy a flip phone and, like, decide I'm not going to use my smartphone anymore. And honestly, I have, like, barely anything on my smartphone. I don't have social media on there. You really did, like, delete all of your apps. Like, I literally just have some essentials on there. Like my podcast app, like you tried a to make it app. into as dumb of a phone. As it's you as could dumb as a phone as possible. Yeah. But I'm realizing, like, even there's even times when I know there's nothing on my phone to do, but I'll turn it on and act like I'm about to find something, like go on Instagram. <laughs> like, I don't have Instagram on here, and all these different things. And I think I'm realizing that the minor, minor inconveniences of not having a smartphone with all these different things in our world is nothing compared to living a righteous life. And I think honestly. that's one of the things that's keeping me um, from like total and utter devotion to the Lord. Mm. Like just something that's holding me back. So I've been praying a lot about what do I need to get like rid of in my life? Especially like with technology, just how pervasive it is in the world. And I understand technology is a great tool, uh, but it's a terrible toy. And I think I've used it as a toy for too long. And so I'm, I'm like kind of praying about like, what does that look like? But that's something that if I'm looking at the challenge from last week, that's definitely that's top, where top tier. That's cool. I didn't even tell you this today. I literally went through my Instagram and unfollowed like 150 people. Really? Yeah. Wow. They're going to be upset. Well, maybe they're listening. Hopefully. It was mainly like <laughs> influencers who are like, they're like women with, yeah, or like. Unfollowed the Armory podcast account. Yeah, the, Armory. The, the influencers we are. The influencers we are. That's no, it was like people who are like not believers and like. Gotcha. I mean, like, they don't post bad things, but I was sure. like, I don't need this. This is not giving me God's truth. Yeah. So therefore, why am I listening yeah, to Yeah, there's just, yeah, there's so, so much. much. But that's good, babe. Proud of you for saying that. Yeah. Um, okay, and then we do have a new challenge for this week. Whoop, whoop. So it's a takeaway that we kind of already talked about from the contentment piece. But this week, write down three to five things that you're grateful for. You should be able to do five things. I yeah. mean, come on, you have the whole week before our next episode. Sure. Write down five Wait, things. Wait, were you talking to me? Yeah, I was talking to you. Oh, okay. <laughs> Should I put you on the list first? Um, no yeah. repeats. Or hesitations. Or hesita- oh my gosh, I was about to say the same thing. <laughs> wow, we're old. Okay, keep going. 
Sorry, I'm ruining this. We have like so much fun. I have so much fun with you doing this. <laughs> this is fun. Um, okay, yeah. So write five things that you're grateful for this mm-hmm. week. Um, don't do like, well, I guess you could do something about like Easter. Is that like a cop out if we do that? No, yeah. that's like a pretty good thing. I guess great. we should be we should be grateful for that. <laughs> Why don't you talk about Easter? <laughs> yeah, let's talk about Easter. Before that, I talk about Easter, I just want to say, starting off my three to five things, tomorrow morning, I already know the first one. Uh, I'm grateful for the movie Top Gun that I watched for the first time last night. Yeah, he like outed us on social media. Yeah, okay. He has social media on his like computer, guys. That's why he uses Literally, it. Literally, I have never seen Top Gun. And I'm going to be honest, changed my life. Definitely a great American movie. Okay, I'm going to say I something. I get it. It's just a bunch of men <laughs> fighting with airplanes in the sky. I understand why it's one of the best movies of all I'm time. I'm going to say it's something unpopular opinion, but maybe more women or like more people in general have this opinion. I did not think the movie was like as good as everybody says it is. Yeah. My boss is going to fire me for that. He might. It shows. <laughs> Listen, I'm not uh, endorsing Top Gun, but go watch it. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. Um, one of the last things we want to say before we kind of end our time together is I just want to talk about Easter real quick. Um, Easter season is upon us. It's literally it's like coming up holiday. in a couple days. And one of the beautiful things about Easter is it, first off, it's a time to celebrate. If there was ever a time for Christians to be celebrating, it's Easter. Um, like more than Christmas to me. Honestly, I mean, you can't like have one without the other, but I totally <laughs> understand what you're saying. Like we, we're at a time right now where we can celebrate the fact, like, let's just talk about Go back to Christmas. Coming from Christ entered this earth, fully God, mm. fully man, lived hypostatic a per- union. hypostatic union. Check out our last episode if you want to know what that means. Um, we he literally lived a perfect life in obedience to the Father. He who became he who was no sin became sin for us. He lived a perfect life. He went to the cross and he died for all of our sins, past, present, and future. He said, "It is finished. Everything that needed to be yeah. accomplished has been." accomplished he died as according according to the scriptures according to prophecy and then he was buried but the beautiful thing about easter is that he did not stay dead and i think we get this idea sometimes as christians that like we still have to pay for our sin um, when we sin and things like that and i just want to be encouraging and let you guys know that if christ was still dead we would still owe we would still owe something but he's not dead he's Mm -hmm. alive and he's sitting at the right hand of the father right now interceding on our behalf and because of that we can have new life and we can take this time of year and celebrate the fact that christ has defeated sin once and for all so i just wanted to leave you guys with that hopefully that's encouraging to you guys um we're really excited to jump into the the next armor piece next week yeah uh, righteousness but for now uh we'll see you guys next week yes yeah